You're listening to Mike and Kristen. The podcast. I'm Mike, a musician, writer, and producer. And I'm Kristen, a painter, writer, and designer. Our show is all about following dreams, taking chances, and what life as an artist is really about. Together, we bring you weekly guest interviews and thought-provoking conversations. Let's go! It is 2024, the year. Happy New Year! We made it. We made it. We had a great New Year's Eve, too. Great New Year's Eve. Great year, really. We did. Lots of uh, exciting things in all all aspects of our life, life, lives. Life. Um, yeah, we, we had lots of artistic things that were great, and yeah, we're... We're in a pretty good place, I think. It was nice to wrap up last year, which was also last week, with our year-end review and talk about some of the exciting things that we have coming up this year for the podcast in particular, but other parts of our life as well. And a very big thing, which this entire episode is about, is the birth of the Curiosity Club. This is, yeah, we've got dedicated a whole episode to talking about this new project that I'm part of, but you're certainly part of the story behind Curiosity Club and how it came to be. I'm on the periphery. Yeah, you're like a vice member, maybe, you think? I'm Curiosity Club adjacent. There you go. I think you have full membership, but uh, no, we really appreciate how much you've supported us to arrive at this point in our collaboration. So. Myself, our good friend Aaron Bulger and Stephanie McNamara, Steph, uh, have come together to form Curiosity Club. And I won't give too much of the details about what that means because that's what the whole discussion that you're about to listen to entails. But essentially, we are creative consultants, you might say. Yeah. I'm, we've realized that it's hard to say exactly what we are because it's something that doesn't yet exist. Yeah. And so... We were very uh, fortunate to be interviewed by the the great Nancy Regan on her podcast, mm-hmm. Canadian Love Map. And in preparing for that interview, we realized that Curiosity Club is in a way our mission statement. So we're mm-hmm. inviting you to be curious about your creative self. And the club aspect really speaks to this idea of community. And we want to be there to help support people bring their creative ideas to life. I love it. Good. Because you're in the club. Yeah, it's a great club. And you got some exciting stuff uh, happening. You're launching your course for the Artist's Way in uh, just a few weeks. January 17th, we start the online, so virtual weekly meetings, Wednesday nights for the Artist's Way. And the Artist's Way is a program that Steph and Aaron and I, excuse me, with a group of other women last year, throughout the winter did ourselves. And so I think we can really speak to the experience of how much that benefited us, not not just in the creative outcomes, but just kind of having some company through the winter. Mm-hmm. But you can still be cozy in your PJs at home and hang out with your buds. So yeah. for us, it felt like the perfect delivery of the program. And it's 12 weeks. And at the end, we're hosting opening weekend at Togetherland with featuring all the participants of this program should they wish and be available and up for the up for the task. Yeah, it's it's super cool. I've done the artist way before. Maybe I'll join in and kind of do it. I wouldn't be in every in the meetings, but I'll just kind of do it at the same time and we can talk about it and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we're also one of our first clients, just so happens to be the Town Heroes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I'm going to hold on to the details of yeah, that project a little longer. Yeah, don't want to give that away yet. But we, we have some really fun ideas for basically how you can make your average creative event either come to life or if you're feeling like, there's a barrier or a roadblock preventing you from doing something, then we might be able to help you with that too. And so we're just going to learn right along with you. Well, so let's just j- jump right into this conversation. You and the gals chatting away. This was also recorded very late in the evening, if you remember. This is our latest podcast recording we ever yeah. did. <laughs> 
which isn't good or bad necessarily, but was, different headspace. That was a very busy day. Very busy day we had. Like 14 hours of studio work or something here. Yeah. It was a, a full a full day when this was recorded, but I think we captured the sentiment nonetheless. Well, here we go. The Curiosity Club, folks. Yeah, yeah. I can do it if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> we can watch what happens. He yeah. turns into an ice cube. I guess my question was more, do you ever do it before bed? I guess that's what I was like wondering. That's what I'm going to do well, that's after what he's gonna this. Do. Yeah. Oh, so that's typically part of your routine sometimes, doing it at night. Yeah, I do it in the morning and evening. Cool. I'd do a sauna in the evening if I had one, but... <laughs> I just do that. Do lots of things in the evening if it was an option. <laughs> Get a nice back rub. Yeah. That happens That's not an sometimes. option. <laughs> no. Do you want to have a sauna someday? Is that Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. I can see that. Yeah, we'll get one eventually. You have the perfect backyard for like a It's asking sauna. for a sauna back there, mm-hmm. don't you yeah. think? It is. Yeah. I wouldn't complain. No. Because <laughs> Aaron's here a lot, so. Mm. That's true. Aaron, our house sitter. George's aunt is here with us today. (laughs) And Steph, this is your, what, 18th time on the podcast? (laughs) I feel so lucky to be You're our most frequent guest. I love that. That's a great title. It's an awesome title. We're we're glad you're here again. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. This is a unique episode because both of you have been here before. Aaron Balger, who I just... Learned the proper pronunciation, even though you're open to both, and gave me a very good trick to how to remember it. <laughs> what's the trick? Yeah, what's the trick, Aaron? Oh, <laughs> I think I just phonetically heard it as I was repeating it out loud in the voice note to you. I was like, bulger, bulger, bulger. Like there's a bulge in your pants, a bulger. And there now you can't forget, a bulge. And I haven't pants. forgotten. <laughs> I tell you. There we go. <laughs> Oh, I'll never forget it myself. Well, there you go. Me neither. Steph, how do you pronounce your first name? <laughs> do you have a rhyme or something that helps us? <laughs> no, but my middle name is kind of interesting. What is it? So my name is actually Stephanie Cecile. Cecile. Mm-hmm. My mom went to France for a couple years. Yeah. And she was an au pair, so she took care of three children. And one of the three children, her name was Cecile. And she just fell in love with her. And so fast forward 10, 15 years, and she had me. Yeah. And uh, Namie Stephanie Cecile wrote her a letter in 1987 and said that she named her little girl after her. And Cecile wrote back and she was like, I am so happy you told me this. My family just disowned me because I'm a stripper and I can tell them... (laughs) (laughs) that i have a little girl in nova scotia named cecile and she actually came to visit when i was two years old i was actually just looking at these photos the other day and she was loved here on her visit yeah she was beautiful what's (laughs) what's her story now do you know i have no idea stripping i have no idea she'd be old she'd be well but she can still be stripping there's an audience want to be named after a french stripper i know like that's like the coolest thing about me really Like, Are you named after anyone, Aaron? <laughs> I'm named after I'm I'm my name's actually not Aaron. <gasps> Whoa. You knew this. All of them. I did. Yeah. No, my I'm named after my grandmother and my aunt. My name is Ruth. I got yes. like a nice old lady name. Ah. Ruth Aaron Jillian. Jillian mm, with double a G middle name. Yeah. Because my initials spell my grandfather's name, which is Reg. Reginald. There you go. Firstborn, right? We had to get yeah. We didn't know more kids were coming, I guess. We had to get, like, every namesake in there we could. But I love it. Yeah. So how did you choose Aaron? No, I've just always gone by Aaron. My sister goes by her middle name, too, and so does my dad. So it was just a given that you, we were going to go by You also could have just selected these for your first names, but... Absolutely. Yeah. This yeah. is more fun. Yeah. yeah. I always like to imagine, as a kid, I was... I don't know why, as a kid, I thought about this a lot, but I was like... Well, I want to give my real name some airtime. Maybe when I'm an old lady. Old Lady Ruth seems right. Mm. So I'll just be Ruth when I'm an old lady. (laughs) Ruth could be your alter ego, too. Well, that girl Ruthie is my alternate Instagram account. So there you go. Shout out. It's funny Uh, because you would 
that account mm. would like photos of mine and I it took me a long time to connect the dots <laughs> that it was you. That's kind of the best. That's kind of the way I like it. I you like that. like people just stumbling across and being like, oh wait, this is Aaron? Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> There's something curious mm. about that. Oh. Oh, 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 I see what you did. <laughs> so we've had both of you on. Were you in the exact same seats? Trying to remember. I feel like you This were. is where I sat last time. We drank some wine that night. You're drinking some wine I'm drinking tonight. some wine right now. <laughs> That's the way we like to see it. And we, we had a great chat and we, we talked a lot about your careers as photographers, which you're both still doing and amazing. And we love everything that you do in every possible way. And now you two and Kristen are on a little journey. Why don't you tell us all about that? Steph, why don't you let us in? Let let the people in on our little secret. Yeah, I love that. Well, where do I start this? I guess about a month ago, um, I did a play at Togetherland called Her Beautiful Brain. Yeah. I originally called it a one-woman play, but it wasn't really a one-woman mm. play. It, it was, indeed, I was up there mostly on my own, but Aaron was a major support in uh, sound and lighting, and Mike, you were a major support in sound and lighting. And uh, Kristen was massively supportive with doing the Q&A after the play. And we all just really worked together in this amazing, beautiful way and had this awesome collaboration. And Kristen, do you want to carry it on from there? Like kind of. What I think is interesting about this show, aside from the brilliance of the show itself, is that it started as just a seed of an idea. And I think that's something that you and I and Aaron and Mike as well, but for this project, had in common. So we recognize as artists the importance of following those breadcrumbs, following those signs, and that you don't have to have this fully realized idea. Mm -hmm. But you were looking to sort of rekindle your love for theater and this came about during almost a year ago now mm -hmm. when we were participating in the artist way a 12-week program that Steph you initiated with a group of women and all of us had these moments of realizing there was something more within our creativity that we wanted to explore and her beautiful brain that's where it started and it concluded with all of us, this group, this four, the four people in this room right now, our chosen family, mm. <laughs> producing this show together. And it was a, a double header at Togetherland that, uh, well, Mike and I were just getting back from California and ran until we near threw up to make our <laughs> connecting flight, <clears throat> went to bed at five o'clock in the morning, and then that night hosted this, this show. But we walked into the gallery and you guys had just... Everything was pristine. Like, I've never seen the gallery look so good. So oh. it was probably good I wasn't there. <laughs> and Aaron, you've been doing storefront decor and like. Yeah, I guess I've been merchandising and making vignettes and pretty windows, storefront windows and stuff since I was born. Yeah, you tell a real story. And, and as soon as you stepped, I felt like I truly was stepping into a set. And it was very cool to have been away on this whirlwind and then coming home to my own gallery that had been virtually transformed. <laughs> and we went through this two days of a shared experience, both with the audience and with your art. But really what we realized at the end of it, it was with one another mm -hmm. as well. And that was sort of maybe Aaron, I'll hand it over to you to how this discussion sort of evolved. Well, I think that another really key part about what felt magic about um, the coming together of her beautiful brain was I was only ever going to be a guest. I was only ever mm. going to be an audience member. Um, and I was totally gung-ho and I had my tickets and I was going to come and just like watch and just witness my beautiful friend do her thing, um, Steph do her thing. And um you guys were away, and it was the emergency panicked call I got from <laughs> Steph in the car. <laughs> She's driving up the day before being like, Kristen and Mike don't think they're going to be able to make it. What are we going to do? And I just went in. And the call we got was, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steph's like, it's fine. And meanwhile, I'm getting the panicked, like, <laughs> damage control. 
And I think that I just then went into default. I have to be there for my friend mode. And I was just mm. like, oh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. We're gonna we're gonna figure this all out. That's showbiz, baby. You mm. know. Those were your um, exact words. So we, I think I met you here at the house and we were frantically running around as you're like texting Mike and Kristen as they're running to trying to get their plane <laughs> and we're finding the lights and Mike's telling us where the lights are and where the cords are and extension cords and we pack up the whole car. Yeah. And we went and we set the whole, we did the whole dress rehearsal and set the whole thing up. Um, and I think that that's why it felt so magic is that somehow then the next day you guys did make it mm. and you came walking into the gallery and without even talking the four of us somehow put on a seamless play. Mm -hmm. um, I was not meant to be doing tech work. <laughs> you know, I wasn't meant to be doing lights and the visuals that went along with the play and everything. But somehow I just did that. And you guys like managed front of house and it just all worked so magical. And I think that you were so right to then come home from it, Kristen, and have this reflection where I think you were kind of like, wait, Maybe this is the breadcrumb thing you're talking about is like, I can't ignore this feeling I'm having that something that's just happened between the four of us is like, especially the three of us is like a pretty magical thing that shouldn't be ignored. And I don't, maybe you didn't know what it was going to be. And maybe I think we're still figuring that out in some ways too. But just knowing that like, that was too perfect and it was, should have been on every account a very chaotic and stressful <laughs> Nothing about it should have felt as seamless as it did. And yet somehow, symbiotically, we were just able to like communicate in silence and just throw it off without a hitch. Um, so, yeah, so there's a beautiful voice note that's saved on my phone that Kristen sent to us. Um, was it maybe a day or two after? And where you said just that, like, ladies, like, I can't shake this feeling, but I just have this feeling that we're meant to work together and collaborate together and do for what we did for Steph and lifting her up and supporting her in her creativity and wanting to perform your play and maybe not being able to handle all the other aspects of it, that maybe that maybe we can do that for other people too. And this, this exciting little fire has begun to burn now. And here so we are. I got to ask, what, after Kristen sent that, that voice memo and you all got excited, yeah, let's do something. How did you arrive on the idea of doing the artist's way? I'm going to pass this one over to Steph mm -hmm. because she's the artist's way ringleader. She truly is. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the artist's way. <laughs> I believe that it was kind of like floating around a little bit. I remember coming to do the workshop with you, the fluid art workshop in September, mm -hmm. and seeing your copy of the artist's way and saying to you, it'd be really beautiful to lead a group this winter. And you were like, yeah, that might be really great. But we just kind of left it at that. And then uh, I think I think after you had sent that that message to us of like, we're meant to work together. I actually kind of forget how it went. Did I suggest it? Yeah, yeah, you did. You were like, I've had, well, it's amazing that you mentioned this, Kristen, because you're like, I've been feeling really cold in my head and in my heart. Yeah, for sure. Because um I truly did feel that doing Her Beautiful Brain at Togetherland was the most amazing experience of my life. Mm. Um, do you know that movie, Inside Out? It's a Disney Pixar movie, <laughs> I believe. Mm -hmm. And the characters say that they're creating core memories. Mm. And that was honestly very much a core yeah. memory for me. And it's because I felt the most supported I've I've ever felt in any endeavor. And the three of you just gave me wings to truly be myself and to truly um, just embody this message to people through the play. And I'm very excited to do the artist way with you three and with the group that hopefully we gather and to see other artists and creatives having that that moment of feeling the support and feeling that amazing energy and knowing that whatever might come to their brain, whether it's performing a poem or a few songs yeah. or whatever, uh, doing the painting that they've always wanted to do, um, just, or whatever, whatever shifts they experience, just being, being there to witness that. We told the story after her beautiful brain about 
what the artist way really is. So mm-hmm. it's it's a book that was written by an author named Julia Cameron, and I want to say 1994, but in, yeah, in the 90s. And not only did she write this book that invites you to do things like writing morning pages, stream of consciousness, you go on weekly artist dates on your own. It's meant to inspire creativity within you, but each week is thematic and offers some different prompts that you can do. And so there were six or seven of us that went through this complete program last year. We met every week. I found it such a nice way to endure the winter, Mm -hmm. to connect with other creative people. I looked forward to those weekly sessions. None of us put any pressure on one another. If something came up in your life and you couldn't attend, no problem. If you didn't get the exercises done, no problem. It was equally about feeling seen and understood and supported as it was about the program itself. But I think taking that approach is really what led to some of these outcomes. Yeah. And I know, Aaron, you too had the birth of a new business from going through the artist way as well. Gosh, I suppose I did, didn't I? Yeah, because I've gotten more into um, photography has always been my main um, income, my main, you know, gig. Um, but I think I, it's undeniable as I really reflect on it. Maybe you're even helping me realize that in this moment, Kristen. But like, yeah, going through the artist's way really um, kind of burst open even more inside of me of realizing that uh, I'm an artist and there's so much untapped creativity in me um, and that I don't need to just pigeonhole myself into one um, into one medium. Um, and just the idea of just playing in creativity and playing in the art, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the artist way, and I've done it myself a number of years ago. Okay. Do you think the essence of it is getting to know yourself yeah. and that allows you to, to open up and really showcase what you're meant to? Oh yes. yeah, absolutely. Definitely. That's what makes it universal. I think yeah. most people understand the importance of knowing themselves but how do you do that this is a program that helps you figure out it asks you those pointed questions and the result can be expressed through your your art or creativity Mm -hmm. how important do you think it is to know yourself to be able to create Mm. having done this podcast for 90 some weeks i would say it's uh Hmm. it's everything And I say that because it's such a consistent thing that comes up with guests. This is what I've observed is a common thread through creative people is the importance of it's almost like how do you know what you want to say if you don't know yourself? You Mm -hmm. you don't know what to say then. And art doesn't have to be this big grandiose message. It can be, you know, I like painting peonies and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But there's something to be said for... If you really want to have that voice and that power behind it, then start with yourself. And do you think what you say, you can only say what's the truth inside you when you do know yourself? Or do you think you think there's lots of artists out there succeeding who who are just creating to create and they, they haven't found that yet? Mm. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. That's a very that's a very interesting question. I, I also think one of the things about the artist's way that's very unique is the morning pages. Mm-hmm. Basically, Julia Cameron says to write in a stream of consciousness. So sometimes when people are writing in a journal, I feel like you edit yourself. Um, but she asks the participants to truly just just write and not mm-hmm. think about it and to not reread what you've read. I think she says something like, do the entire program, and then maybe three months later, not sure exactly the quote, but mm-hmm. to just to just go for it. And I think what I have found from a personal perspective, after nearly three years of writing consistently, stream of consciousness, every morning, is, is I'm truly getting to know myself because I'm not editing myself. I'm just mm-hmm. letting letting things out of me. Do you find it challenging to not edit yourself? No, I think I, I did in the beginning for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. If you looked at like my very first journal and now it's just like my writing's messier, it looks different. Mm-hmm. Some days it's lists, some days it's poems, some days maybe it's lyrics, even though I don't, <laughs> I don't sing. 
<laughs> Lyrics in my mind. <laughs> nice. so maybe they'll find their way into a song just eventually. Never, just never know. I do know a songwriter. <laughs> but yeah, I think, um, and I think the morning pages, they can look different for, for everybody, but I do think that that's a learned thing to try to not to worry about what you're writing. Mm-hmm. It's just for you. Yeah. And actually that's how the play came about because one of the exercises along with doing the morning pages and the artist dates, which is basically taking yourself on a date. Yeah. And that could be anything. That could be going for a hike, that could be going to an art gallery, that could be going to a cafe, could, mm-hmm. could be anything. Um also there's activities or exercises at the end and one week it said if you were not too scared to do something, what would you do? And and she said to do it in a stream of consciousness. And my number one was write a play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you weren't expecting for that to come out. No. Were you? Definitely you kind of surprised not. yourself with that. Yeah, big time. So excited to see what comes up for people. I also am really excited and hoping, going to manifest that maybe some people come to the group that don't even think that they're creative. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's my hope too. Yeah. You don't, and you don't have to be a, a career artist. Mm-hmm. You nope. can be anything and maybe like to draw on the side a little bit or you're a carpenter, like anything. Yes. There's creativity in everything. So it's it's not just about people trying to make a career as an artist. Any kind yes. of outward expression, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what you got from it, Mike, or is it too long ago? To- um. Well, I know at the start... In the book, Julia Cameron says that the two non-negotiable things are you have to do the artist pages and you have to do the artist date. And I found those to be the biggest things. Um, Just the artist date especially because... And an artist date for everyone out there is just going doing something by yourself for an hour or so Mm -hmm. once a week. And I'm sure lots of people do do that. But when you actually consciously make the decision to do that, okay, I'm going to go for a drive because I got, I have to do this artist date and not have to, you enjoy to do it, but you're making the choice to do it. Or I'm going to go walk in the woods. You kind of, it kind of forces you to look at what's happening in your life. And for me, like I'm always working on something. It was just a way to assess these things without actually working on them. So it was Mm -hmm. kind of stepping aside and taking that view from a different perspective. So that allowed me to really focus on what I needed to at the time by not working. Mm. So sometimes. That's the hardest part, isn't it? Sometimes as an independent artist. Well, you're just working all the time. Yeah. You know, there's nonstop work to do. So stepping back and seeing it from that outside perspective kind of can highlight the things that maybe maybe someone else would tell you or whatever it may be, but you can you can kind of assess what you're doing, what your situation is and who you are and what you're becoming when you're just not focusing on the creation part. And that's what the artist dates allowed me to do and at the exact time I can't actually remember what I was working on but I I know that the process led me to want to go for more walks alone and not even have headphones in because most of the time I'm listening to a podcast Mm -hmm. or listening to music and now and I still do that but I'll go for an hour and a half walk with nothing in my headphones and just kind of be aware of the things around me and I'll just say the tree is green, the flowers yell. Like I'm just kind of saying these things mm-hmm. to try to be more present. Mm. And I'm not thinking, I'm trying not to think about, okay, I got to get home. I got to mix this song. I got to work in these masters for a client. I got a podcast episode to tape as soon as we get back. So there's always a to-do list running in your head and stepping outside of that is kind of where you're really able to organize that. And that's what it helped me really understand. Wow. I think you also made a good distinction there about it's it's really just about being conscious because I think some people can get caught up in this. I don't have an extra hour a week for myself. Mm-hmm. But you can your artist date can be grocery shopping by yourself. Yeah. So long as alone. your intention mm. 
that you're aware that this is an activity for me, about me. Maybe there's a palette on a cereal box that does something for you in that experience. It's about being aware that this is your artist date that yeah. I think can make the difference. Yeah. Because you don't want to discourage people about this commitment to time. It, it really is more about shifting the way that you think about your time yeah. and the experiences the you're having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the whole kind of premise of it is is shifting that way we think and seeing that there's artistry in in everything we do whether you're just cooking supper or taking your dog for a walk you can create an artistic path that you go on or a creative path so i think for for everyone out there there are these ways in which it can work into your life and Again, it's not a cor- it's not a course for everybody, but mm-hmm. I think it's a course for a lot of people who might think that it's not for them even. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see how you guys create it. Like this is, I did it just reading the book and kind of going through the steps. But I think having three awesome people guiding you along who are all successful artists in their own right mm-hmm. and have done it before and just are bringing in guest speakers like myself for <laughs> one week there, the best week. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think it'll be cool just so people, like you said, Kristen, you have that thing every week you can look forward to and it's no no pressure. Like it's some, some people, I'm sure you could tune in and leave your screen blank if you wanted to there was one week where i showed up and i said to them right away look i'm not in a place where i feel like i can talk this week yeah but i really wanted to show up yeah so i'm just gonna mute my mic and i'm gonna i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna paint yeah and i'm just gonna be present with you yeah and that was such a beautiful thing because i was so supported by everybody in that yeah. And then after the fact was actually told that like my bravery to show up and be honest with everybody and tell them where I was at um, and just feel empowered to say what I needed, which was just to sit and paint and create and just listen and observe for the evening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually inspired other people to feel a little bit more empowered for themselves. Well, I think it's nice because not only are you doing this, program for artists you're also creating this sense of community Mm -hmm. which is probably just as important as anything oh absolutely i think that was part of the birth of the the grander project here Mm -hmm. which we have titled curiosity Curiosity club Club. i was hoping for a drum roll Uh, i can put one we'll put one in in. don't worry mike's the sound guy here (laughs) We realized after this experience with her beautiful brain how seamless we worked together. We we didn't even use the word work. No. Because it was never set out to be that. But looking back, like a couple of days later when I sent that voice memo, it was just, it dawned on me that never really had I experienced this feeling in my life of such synchronicity and this natural unfolding of collaboration. There's often structure around that, a lot of communication, a lot of decision-making. It was as though we were kind of reading one another's minds. And everything just unfolded and it couldn't be ignored. So we realized that we had just facilitated Mm -hmm. an experience. And why couldn't we do that for somebody else? Mm -hmm. So Steph, in this example, you were sort of our our client, Mm -hmm. so to speak. (laughs) But we... We were stepping back and realizing all of our different experiences, our different connections, our skill sets, our passions, mm-hmm. and collectively. And Mike, you were part of this too, and mm-hmm. and will be going yeah. forward. I'm I'm just on the periphery, though. I can't. You're the, I'm not... you're the vice president. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just a hired gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think we recognized our our own opportunity and how much we really want to support and showcase other artists and and share these experiences with them as well. The Artist Way is just one of the services that we'll be offering and feels like a natural first step for us to develop. As... It's a gorgeous soft launch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a gorgeous soft launch. I love that. <laughs> but we have uh we've got bigger dreams to mm-hmm. to be working towards as well. So so Steph, knowing that you had sort of 
introduced the idea of the artist way and you facilitated this before. How do you see working with other people and kind of stretching this out a little more as different than the first time around? Uh, I think it'll be amazing because like Mike was saying earlier, being in community and collaborating, I, I mean, it's to me, I'm realizing it's probably one of my most favorite things about being an artist. Mm-hmm. So to me, I think the more hearts you have involved, the more brains you have involved, it's just going to make it even more of an incredible experience for people. I'm already seeing that right now when we're developing the this like curated experience, like your perspective, Kristen, and your perspective, Aaron, we're already you know, melding things that I wouldn't have thought of last year on my own, right? So, and I think the neat thing is maybe we'll do it again in two years, like who knows? Mm-hmm. But um, I like the idea of it being fluid and always evolving and asking our participants if there's something they would like us to do or, yeah. <laughs> I know you probably don't want to get into it now, but what are the general grander views for the Curiosity Club? You don't have to have like, oh, on this date, we're going to launch this. But like, you essentially want to curate experiences for people. Is that kind of the essence? And be support perhaps for people. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't even so much that we curated the experience for you, Steph, for your play. So much as I think it was, I mean, that's what it turned out being. But I think it was that we were there to support you, mm-hmm. especially in the things that maybe you don't feel so strong in. And that maybe would have been a reason why you wouldn't have put on the play in the yeah. first place. Perhaps if you didn't have someone like Kristen and Mike initially to be like, let's put on the play at our gallery and we'll take care of the lights. Don't worry. Perhaps it would have been too much of a barrier for you in your mind and you a roadblock and you never even would have gotten past go. 100%. I wouldn't have. So I just been... like the idea, yeah, of us being there as support for other creatives and other folk. Mm-hmm. Um who maybe have an idea or a seed of something or something that they really want to do, but they don't have the wheelhouse to do all of the aspects that Mm -hmm. are involved in it. Mm. And I think that that's where we can then step in with our myriad of experiences and talents and experience that we come into things with. Creative coaches. Coaches, supporters, facilitators. This is what makes it a curious space to occupy Mm. is because... Quite frankly, it doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. We're not event planners. We're not managers. Mm-hmm. We're not life coaches. But we're there's a thread through all of those things say, but that we're we not, hope not to achieve. Things. Yeah, we're yeah. not not those things. I think we see an opportunity because we've all worked as individuals. The power of simply having someone to make decisions with, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's not to say that someone will hire us to make decisions for them. But we will help guide them through a dream, a vision. We have everything from venue space mm-hmm. to equipment mm-hmm. to contacts mm-hmm. to, you know, it's it's really endless because we're all so different. Mm-hmm. And collectively, we're here to create this kind of creative incubator for whatever you might want to, like, what are your wildest dreams? And then we can kind of fabricate that or massage that down to something that we can bring to reality is our hope. And the artist way feels like a really wonderful way to introduce who we are as people, what our skills are. We're offering one-on-one sessions in addition if folks are interested in doing it that way. Steph is recording yoga nidras that will be complimentary. Ooh. We have guest speakers. Mike, as you mentioned, you're yeah. going to be there for, I think, week five. <laughs> and... uh yeah, and and really what I'm excited about is we're participating in this as we go as well. Oh, absolutely. I'm so, excited to do it again. Yeah. yeah. The Curiosity Club almost feels like we will be evolving mm-hmm. through this 12-week program and at the end of that be more solid in exactly who we are, like what our roles are within mm-hmm. that. I think we get a pretty good idea what we're going to do, though. <laughs> do you- know what like your individual strengths are that you bring to the table now or are you just kind of leaning into what what you I guess have done in the past that's such a good question Mike because I feel like maybe I'll let Kristen speak to this more but even when I asked Kristen to do the Q&A portion after the play 
that was something you hadn't necessarily done before, right? But you felt you, you really enjoyed enjoyed it and felt, found a passion for that, right? I loved it. And had you not invited me, I wouldn't have known that. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing, perhaps, to say you can hire us to discover that thing because <laughs> there's no guarantee that that would happen again. But I think it was a very important realization to be welcomed into sort of this exploration mm-hmm. and for you to see that in me, because that's often the case with creative people, too, is that it takes someone to mirror that back to you to say, like, you're excellent at this. Mm-hmm. This is maybe the direction you should take. Or I see you light up when you talk about this mm-hmm. and having that observer pointed out. And that's what happened with Mike and I have been doing podcasting for a while, so I'm comfortable talking with people and asking questions, being in front of a live audience and interviewing someone properly was completely different, but I I can't wait to do it again. Mm-hmm. And that will be a skill I hope to bring. So Definitely. something really technical we could say is you can hire Kristen for a Q&A after your show, mm-hmm. which people have organically already hired me to do mm-hmm. before any of this was even born. So that is kind of following that lead. We have two professional photographers here. Mm-hmm. You can add photography to an event that often you're looking for who is that right person. There's a good way to package services here. Mm-hmm. We have an art gallery. Mm-hmm. Steph is working on a business that's in Cape Breton that will be another complete venue. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, we just collectively, and I don't want to speak for what your skill sets are because I know, Mike, that's where your question started, <laughs> but. I'm excited to see and be sitting across from like the endless talent that's here. So, what, uh, what do you guys recognize as your own skills that you bring to the table? Well, I mean, I guess from a photography perspective, I do see the uh, the possibilities of helping people build um, social media content um, for themselves. Because um, maybe it's not even necessarily an event event that you're putting on, but maybe um, you need the 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 content for social media maybe you need help with that maybe that's not your wheelhouse um and then beyond that i mean i bring to the table i've got i'm not afraid of tech um which steph made me realize when she just kept looking at me in all the whole <laughs> when i was setting everything up like you're not intimidated by any of this and i'm like no i guess i'm not intimidated by it i was um, amazed <laughs> um and I mean, I bring, I mean, just so much experience. I, I grew up in my parents own a gift shop. And so I've grown Say up. Say the name. <laughs> Jennifer's of Nova Scotia. www.jennifers.ns.ca. My sister and I made the website. My father packs the orders. It's a full family affair. Aaron also specializes in marketing. See, things I don't even realize. I built the website for Jennifer's for my family store. I run their social media content. Um, I've been doing marketing for them for as long as I can remember, um, like ads and things like that, but also just merchandising in a store and understanding how to like, I didn't realize really how much of a skill set that was. And I've been told that before, but even having you walk into your gallery, Kristen, go, oh my gosh, I didn't know we could set it up like this, or I didn't know the merch could look this good. I'm like, oh, Mm. see, that's just something that like naturally comes to me. Mm. Um, So I think that's this, yeah. Not to mention you make your own merch as well. (laughs) Yes, I do. Mm. I can, I can make my own merch. I do, I do do the block printing now, which is something that, yeah, was kind of born from doing the artist way last year, but it wasn't something that even walking away from the artist way last year that I knew I was going to do. I think that, um, that feeling I had walking away was more so just like a confidence I had in myself that it was okay to play mm-hmm. and it was okay to just experiment in anything that I wanted to dabble in didn't have to be a new like career venture. Mm-hmm. So that's where the that's where the block printing and the carving and everything came into play. And now it's turned itself into a business because I can't help myself. But mm. <laughs> And Steph <laughs> <clears throat> That's a great question. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm learning new things about myself and new skills that I have all the time. Um, I didn't see myself as a writer before. Yeah. And now I feel like I can, I can say that I, I love writing. Um, so I'd love to help somebody on, in, on that aspect, perhaps. I also really see myself now as somebody who loves to just get people together and build community. I think that's one of my strengths. I really love 
seeing people light up and yeah. seeing people's passions come alive. Um, so I re- and I really love just being around people, meeting new people. I'm not afraid to reach out to people. Mm-hmm. I think we even talked about that on this podcast yeah, you before. You are not afraid to speak up <laughs> and ask for what you want. <laughs> so I think maybe just my ability to socialize and yeah. network and um yes i'm also a photographer yeah. um also pretty grounded and and do a lot of yoga and have that aspect um i'm also just starting my masters in january mm. in counseling psychology to be a therapist so and interestingly enough right now i think my focus i want it to be like working with artists and creative people yeah. um and I learned that through photography sessions and being with people for one to three hours was so lovely. And I love doing that, but I'd love to expand even more on, on that. Uh, yeah. So we have volunteered to be your first clients <laughs> through your studies. Mm. <laughs> it's good. Good luck cracking this nut. Yeah. <laughs> studying you all right now. <laughs> what do you think of Mike when you hear the word curiosity? Mm. Just a desire to take in new information. Mm. A uh I almost said a curiosity to uh <laughs> I guess just you are just interested in things that are happening around you to you. You want to know why. You want to look at the reasoning behind just what what's going on out there. Like being curious is an amazing thing. Mm. I get without curious people, nothing could happen. We couldn't have any advancements in in art, in science, in any aspect of life. So. I think being curious is a root, at the root of mankind, of being human. Like we are by nature just curious beings. Mm-hmm. We we want to know what's around the corner. We want to know what's over the horizon. We that's why why the Earth was not all just on one <laughs> continent. It was just this desire for more, and that's why. We have space travel and we're going to new planets. That's all out of curiosity, really. Mm-hmm. So for me, curiosity is just the desire to be human. Mm. I love that you were able to answer this question without participating in any of the conversations that Aaron and Steph and I have had about the word curiosity because you've essentially just captured exactly the essence of what we see as important about humanity mm-hmm. and creativity. Yeah. Curiosity really is just the invitation to start, to allow yourself. That's all it has to be. And club suggests you're part of a community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that really is at the essence. We're, we're lucky that our title kind of captures the whole mission statement mm-hmm. of what we're setting out to do. And to hear you explain it in the way that we would hope one would be thinking about curiosity to be part of the club (laughs) is really nice. I'm glad that you see it that way. I'm glad I nailed the question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You read your notes before. Yeah. I think curiosity also has like a playfulness to it, the word Mm -hmm. and what it means to me. And I hope that it's an inviting word because that's really what we're trying to be Mm -hmm. is a space where it's like, it's safe to be curious and have weird ideas and, Tell us what you're thinking and come join the club. And like, yeah. we're curious and weirdos too. And we're here to yeah. figure out how we can best support you. And we started this conversation with, let's just show up, like no judgment, mm-hmm. like throw out the weirdest, wildest ideas mm-hmm. and see where we land, which was our intention. But we also just kind of like click, 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 click and everything just happened. So yeah. <laughs> it's been a few weeks and we've got like a whole program we're doing podcasts today another podcast tomorrow yeah we're booked and busy yeah it's exciting taking over the world (laughs) (laughs) julia cameron has this one quote that i absolutely adore that's in the artist's way and it says what would happen if you commit to your own soul and i just think 
just imagine if every last person just truly asked themselves that question. Mm. You know? You, Steph, have kept up with the morning pages since mm-hmm. ending the pro. Did you do that before? Like, were you writing in that way before taking the artist away? You weren't? No, not mm. at all. Because no. I imagine, I personally found the morning pages a challenge, mm-hmm. but was rusty to journaling as well. And it was less about, you know, I, I don't have time to get up and do this. That's something that I carved out for myself. I got fixated in the early days about, dear whoever I'm writing to and like the stream of consciousness though I was aware that that was the point it was it still took a lot of practice Mm -hmm. to get out of that almost conditioned way of writing and thinking um did either of you have that experience with just your art in general like was there something that shifted in sort of your flow state or like the letting go of the conscious thinking from going through the program Mm. Yeah, I I think for me, for sure, um, because before doing The Artist's Way the second time, I would never have thought of writing a play, but I just let myself run with it, go with it. I didn't have any expectations of myself. I just, just wanted to write to write. I don't know if any of you have ever had that experience, but it just, and then it organically just like came out of me. And even with my photography, I noticed through the artist's way that I had a natural inclination. And it actually started with you, Mike, like taking photos of you here in your studio. And then since then, like three years later, I'm still drawn to taking photos of artists. That's my absolute favorite thing to do. Mm. Um, Yeah, so... And you, I love how you have reached out to a number of our podcast guests, both to coordinate photography, but to make a point to say, I listened to your episode and I took this from, or I wrote this quote down, or Mm -hmm. that's, that's a really impactful thing for somebody to hear. So thank you for doing that. Yeah, no, I, well, I, I mean, you guys are, you guys are already building such an amazing community here with Mike and Kristen, the podcast, and we're just hoping to continue an extension of, of that. And I just think it's important sometimes to just let anybody know, even if it's like the grocery person that they're doing, like they're doing a good job or that you heard them and you saw them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, that's what I hope with curiosity club, that people that come our way, they feel more seen, they feel loved, they feel supported. Like Aaron said, they feel like they can play and, make mistakes and no idea or dream is, you know, too, too out there. Mm -hmm. I am just really excited to see like in a year from now, you know, yeah, what's happening with Curiosity Club. I'm excited too. (laughs) Aaron, can you walk us through kind of the, for the benefit of our listeners, Mm -hmm. the logistics of the, the, this launch of the artist way. So we're going to be starting mid January like registration, mm-hmm. that type of like tech side of things mm-hmm. or tangible side of things, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you... Ex- Beyond the tech side of things? No, but just like give our... And, and I can do this too, but just like, okay, I'll do it. So <laughs> so registration is open. We're going to have... We're up to 20 participants, mm-hmm. we feel is a manageable number. We will be rotating weeks that we're taking leadership on the different weeks, plus our guest speakers. We're including some yoga nidra classes. Everything will be through Zoom, so virtual on Wednesday evenings at 7 o'clock is when we'll meet. And at the end of the 12-week virtual program, we are going to have a group show at Togetherland (laughs) opening weekend on May 4th. And this... I have been able to see at the gallery, I've had a few guest artists who it's their first time showcasing art in a gallery. And I didn't really realize the impact that that could have on somebody. Like looking back to my first show, I'm reminded of, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a really exciting thing. But we want for this to be a celebration, a way for us to meet in person. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to look like, oh, I made this full art collection Mm -hmm. it's really a come as you are maybe you want to 
do something improv on the spot. Maybe mm-hmm. you have been working on a really pointed project the whole time. Maybe it's your first time public speaking or playing an instrument or whatever that looks like for the participants is great. And we'll all be there as your family and we'll invite the public. And it's just a way to complete the program and, and celebrate the achievements. Yeah. Yeah. And we may do like interpretive dance or ballet or something. You're really stuck mm. on this interpretive dance thing. Like I, I am. I think that has to happen. <laughs> I, I'd like I'll to dance see with it. you anytime. <laughs> I just think it'd be really awesome to pair Mike's music from Galactic Pie with the interpretive dance. Oh, you've oh, got I the music it. picked out and everything. Oh, man. Wardrobe? <laughs> I haven't thought of that yet. <laughs> hey, follow these breadcrumbs, ladies. We I sure also like will. to think, as you say that out loud, I also just want to add the caveat of um, if you're someone who lives not in Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. you are still more than welcome. And actually, I would love even more so for people from away to join in because we're going to be doing the artist's way virtually, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joining in every week. And then if you for whatever reason, can't make a trip to Nova Scotia. Maybe you'd like to, but um, can't make the trip. I'm sure that the, us three ladies will figure it out how to incorporate you mm. into yes. the gallery showing in a beautiful virtual way. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to make sure that we added that too. For anybody who heard that and got excited and then thought, oh, but I can't make it to Nova Scotia for a gallery show. Mm. Don't worry. Yeah, that's a well, great that's point. That's a tiny roadblock. We can figure that out. Mm. <laughs> that's the benefit of the online world. Exactly. I, I feel like the time of year that we're starting this is nice, too. Like, it's not attached to this idea of a New Year's resolution mm-hmm. where it's a hard, you know, January 1st, you're suddenly an artist. And this has to be something about your new identity. But it is a it is company through the winter. Mm-hmm. You don't have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. Uh I already know that you'll be met with love and support because mm-hmm. that's our goal. Mm-hmm. And because we went through this program last year together and we all felt that. Yeah. In the wintertime last year, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it was yeah. really like a, an anchor for a lot of us. I think that yeah. was something that we echoed almost unanimously every week we tuned in. Like, oh, man, you know, but I really looked forward to this in my week. You know, the week may have been what it was, but I always knew just in the back of my mind that there that I was going to get to tune in and have my artist way chat with my you know, fellow creative weirdos and just have that safe space for an hour mm-hmm. to come as you are, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. you come and you don't talk like I did one time, but yeah. yeah. We are going to make t-shirts that say fellow creative weirdos on it, I hope percent And Sean, uh, Steph's husband, has come up with multiple slogans <laughs> for us. What was the one about the cat? Curiosity didn't get the cat or something or didn't kill the cat. I loved that one. <laughs> because Curiosity didn't kill your cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he so loves coming up with slogans. to me. <laughs> it's going to be on a shirt or what? I think so. Curiosity didn't care. <laughs> we'll put George's face on Aww. it. And, yeah. He's the cutest cat. So He yeah. is. He's our mascot. How do you feel about joining an adult club? Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I meant it like club. I meant it like it sounded. No. <laughs> I like clubs in general. Um I hear a lot of adults talk about wishing they could play more or like have fun more and just this idea of a club to me feels kind of like it's that like it's kind of this childlike nostalgic idea of playfulness well i'm just going to be coming in for a kind of short visit to add my take on things and hopefully give some thoughtful Mm -hmm. and inspiring information in the soliloquy that I deliver. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, my whole life is, is just being a creative person and mm-hmm. talking to other people about what that means to me. And I think that doing this is just uh, another branch of it all and being able to, to meet some new people and, showcase what I do and how I do it and why I do it and what it means to me and what it could mean to other people is just uh well it's an honor to be invited to to be a guest on there but I think it's just it is who I am so it's not uh I don't have to 
prepare anything. No, you I don't. just have to come and mm-hmm. come do, as you are. do my thing. As a matter of fact, I think it'd be better if you don't prepare anything. Yeah. I think that that's one of the beautiful things about the artist's way is it's very much a come as you are yeah. sort of experience. And it's um a bit of a pulling back of the curtain, I think. Yeah. Um, and that'll be what it is bringing in our guest speakers. And it was a pulling back of the curtain for me, even with you, Kristen, and really understanding getting to understand you more and your creativity and what your process looks like. I don't think last year before we did The Artist Way, I really had an understanding of what like your creative life looked like as an artist um, in that way. So I think, yeah, it was a, it's a very much of a pulling back the veil um, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of seeing like, oh, we're all just kids who grew up and were still all scared and we're all figuring it out mm. and um yeah. even the even the big time artists that you think you know have it all together or have it all figured out you know they don't necessarily either and um yeah just an encouragement to play yeah i think that's a great point too to to say that while we're facilitating this program you have everything to learn from mm-hmm. your your other participants that are on these calls oh i'm gonna we're gonna grow from people that we don't even know yet who are going to be participating with Mm -hmm. us i'm so excited to give what i have to somebody and to yeah it's a beautiful sharing experience even though it's through a computer screen it's amazing right like we did it on zoom and we still felt all so connected and when all of us finally got together at the end and it felt like you know, yeah, like so, we had known each other forever. Yeah. I think that's also what gives us the confidence to lead this is mm-hmm. that we've been through it mm-hmm. at least once, mm-hmm. in some cases twice, mm-hmm. uh, this whole program. So mm-hmm. we can speak to our own experience, but also now we get to just grow and share this community, which is also part of the heart of the goal of Curiosity Club is building this community and welcoming people and exploring together. Yeah. Yeah. Excited to see where it goes. We got the three best guides on this journey you could ever (laughs) ask for here. (laughs) Kristen, Steph, and Aaron. You guys are the the best. Right back at you, Mike. Uh, Thanks for being in our club. And we're going to curate a surprise experience for the town heroes. Ooh, we are that, okay. Okay, I just came up with that. I mean, it would be really fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> you, you, just, you just create ideas, just <laughs> like they're intrusive thoughts. Essentially, <laughs> they just come out of you, and then you have to do oh, it. Oh my God! No truer word has ever been spoken of <laughs> Steph. I don't think. <laughs> well, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be fun? A surprise curated experience for the town. Ooh, <laughs> like a surprise experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like just the element of surprise no. here. Like your idea. They, no, have, they have know to what show that means. Up. So do they. They still have to play. They, they just show up. They but have we... to play, but they don't know where they're going. Maybe until like an hour before or something. <laughs> the audience knows, but the yeah, band doesn't. Yeah. yeah, not until they pull back the curtain. Do they know where they are? <laughs> Blindfolded. Does this sound fun? I don't know. Uh, if this is fun. <laughs> I guess if there's an audience there, yeah. it'd be cool. Yeah. But someone else is going to have to set up all our gear. We're going to do that. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Do we have a tech person? <laughs> yeah. Might not be to like perfection, yeah. but I think this there's something there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that does sound. She's curious cool about this. For the that is a good, uh, interesting idea. The audience knows, but the band themselves yeah. don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, stay tuned, 2024. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I like this. And before we wrap up, I know you will be performing her beautiful brain again. Is the plan? Yes. Yeah? Yes. We're going on the road. We're going on tour. We're, we're going, going on tour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, stay tuned with that. But in the spring, we're going to go on tour. Yeah, good. With Curiosity Club. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to hear all about those adventures from the gals on the road. <laughs> Some wild road yeah. stories. You're driving us. Didn't you get the <laughs> okay. We're sleeping in the back. I can't okay. wait to see our travel van. Yeah. <laughs> it should be groovy. Yeah, it'll be groovy. Okay, Thank you well, for having us. Yeah, thanks for being here as always, and uh, it's always uh, a pleasure and an honor to to have you in the space here and to see your lovely faces. Mm. So thanks for for being who you are and keep keep doing everything that you are because it's it's an important thing in this world. Mm. Love ya! Thanks for being here. Yeah, our family. <laughs> Cheers, buds. <laughs> 
So if people want to sign up to join in on the 12-week program off the Artist's Way presented by the Curiosity Club, how can they do that, Kristen? You can visit curiosityclubcreative.com and all the information is there to sign up and register or reach out to me or any of the other, to either Aaron or Steph, and we'll help you help you along the way. I'm excited to see where it all goes. And uh, yeah, you've got some fun things in the works. Yeah, thank you. And what about you? What What's kind of coming up in the next couple of months on your uh, agenda? There'll be some new music coming out. Yeah. yeah. So you're doing your weekly single releases. Or sorry, monthly single releases. It'll be or? around monthly, yeah. Okay. Some might be six weeks. Some might be like two. Yeah, <laughs> like, intermittent. We'll just see. Yeah, just going to throw a bunch of songs out and awesome. content and... Yeah, hope to get people listening all around the world. Mm-hmm. And any New Year's goals, resolutions, that type of thing you want to talk about? Or? Well, I've got lots, I guess. Yep. Um, and we, we mentioned some in the last, in our year-end yep. review. But yeah, just be, be healthy. Just keep being you, huh? Healthy, happy, and, you know, try to, try to make people out there uh, smile and make them happy and think. Well, that's the best goal of all and we hope everyone has that in their life as well okay folks thanks for tuning in